need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How do we live well, do good, be happy with big jobs and full lives? Well, I'm Polly Campbell, and that's what we'll talk about here on Simply Sunday. I have a question for you. Are you good at math? How about drawing? How about cooking or playing the piano? I always struggled with math. I'm, I'm, it's not a favorite of mine. I found it so hard to learn myself that a couple of years ago when my daughter seemed to hit the wall on her own math studies, I figured, well, must be in the genes. But here's the thing. We know better. I know better now because I know about growth mindset. And that concept has changed my life, the way I parent, the way I approach my own challenges and learning, the way I think about math and uncertainty and everything else in life. Growth mindset. It's a powerful concept. I think it'll change your life too. And that's what we're going to talk about here today on Simply Said. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is the podcast where we talk about practical things And by practical, I mean even the things I can do to live well, do good, and be happy. And that means getting better at math and everything else, believe it or not. Fortunately, when my daughter hit the math wall, she had some great enlightened teachers who reminded her that math is a skill, something we can all learn. And with effort and practice, we can work on improving at it. We can get better. They also focused on the importance of learning, of doing the work, as opposed to only getting the grade, right? Her teachers were focused on the process, not the outcome. And guess what? My daughter did work hard. She got support, not from me, but from other mathy people. And she got better at it. Now math is one of her favorite classes. She's learning quickly, always improving and excited about the process. That is the power of growth mindset, and it's something we can all tap into. So let me ask you this. Do you feel like you can grow and improve? Do you feel like you could improve your math skills? Do you think you could learn the piano? Or do you think that what you are right now, 
is what you are, and there's nothing much you can do about it. How you answer that question will really determine the success you're going to have going forward. It's up to us. When I was growing up a million years ago, scientists and psychologists believed the brain was fixed, that we were either born with intelligence or certain talents or skills, that we had an aptitude for math or not. And if you weren't born with those traits, then you were just out of luck. Now we know different. Our brains are plastic. I'm not talking about the kind like those Legos that you step on in the middle of the night that get everywhere. Brain plasticity refers to the brain's ability to change throughout our lives. The human brain has the amazing ability to reorganize, regenerate itself by forming new connections and brain cells called neurons. Those neurons send messages via superhighways in the brain called neuropathways. And all of that can grow and change and get stronger. That means we can learn new skills and get smarter or show improvement throughout our lives. This is good news, people, especially at my age. And really, this idea that I can still learn something is probably my only hope for keeping up with my daughter and her technology. The belief that we can get better, that we can continually learn and expand our brains throughout our lives, the belief that with the right mindset, we can grow, has been studied extensively by Stanford psychologist Carol Dweck and now others. And it has wide-ranging impacts, not just for those of us in school, but those of us who want to survive parenting, learn what Snapchat is, read a book, keep up in the world, right? Feel expansive and creative. People with growth mindsets are more likely to persist. They have more fun learning and feel less stressed when faced with new issues. They cope with failures and uncertainty easier. And boy, isn't that something we can all use because we are going to be faced with our own failures and uncertainty throughout this life. But those with your growth mindset believe they can learn and adapt, get the information they need to cope with those changes, that they can figure it out so they worry less when setbacks occur. They tackle them as learning opportunities. And they believe that consistent effort pays off. So hard work is not wasted. Right? This helps them keep going, right? There is even a lot of evidence to suggest a growth mindset can help ease stress and help us be healthier. And that makes sense. If you aren't worried about making mistakes or being rejected or stuck in a dead-end job because you believe you can learn and improve the things you need to get the promotion, it means you're less likely to indulge in unhealthy behaviors like drinking too much or eating too much or shopping too much, right? We adopt those behaviors sometimes to numb ourselves against our fear of uncertainty or the things that aren't going so well in our lives. But if we believe that we can improve that we can continue to learn and grow, then we're going to feel more optimistic and less stressed. And then we'll adopt healthier behaviors. So what's the alternative? With a growth mindset, we believe with consistent effort, we can improve and learn. The opposite of that then is a fixed mindset. And this used to really be the conventional way of thinking before MRI machines and neuroscientists realized brains could learn and uh, rewire themselves and reorganize themselves. A fixed mindset is to believe that 
you are how you are, that the basic abilities and fixed traits and characteristics that you are born with are what you have to work with for the remainder of your life. It's a pretty stressful way to live because if you don't believe you can learn or get smarter or get better and that you're tapped out at whatever point you're at, then the inevitable setbacks and challenges in life feel pretty stressful because you believe there's nothing you can do to change them. You don't know enough. You're not smart enough to deal with them. Any failures that come up, if you have a fixed mindset, you tend to see them as your fault, as something that you did. You are a rotten person. You're not smart enough. You're not talented enough. And that's why the failure occurred. You get frustrated when things get hard because you don't believe in your ability to work through them. And with a fixed mindset, you're more likely to believe that people are born smart and talented. And if you aren't, well, you'll be out of the club, right? We know this isn't true. So now it's up to us to determine which mindset we're going to adopt in our life. Are we going to go with the growth-minded growth mindset, the one that helps us see challenge and setback as learning opportunities, that the process is more important than the outcome, that we can grow and learn and expand throughout our lives, or the one that believes we don't have much choice in the matter and there isn't much we can do and we're going to be left behind. I think it's the awareness of these two mindsets and our ability to choose which one we want to live by that is so empowering, right? We can decide. And if it's up to us to decide, why not pick the thought that will best support us, that will make us feel better? And that's going with a growth mindset. Knowing that we can learn and grow and take on new tasks is probably one of the most empowering things I've learned. And here's why. Because it means that my effort isn't wasted, even when there's a failure or setback or rejection. And boy, let me tell you what, there have been a lot in my life. It means that I can learn from those moments. I don't have to be derailed by them. My effort isn't wasted. The growth mindset makes me more willing to try new things, like starting this podcast, like picking up golf again after years away, like learning the ukulele, even though I haven't been studying the ukulele forever and I'm terrible at it, but it just makes me happy. And probably most important of all, living with a growth mindset has helped me cope with chronic illness. I live with rheumatoid arthritis because I believe that even on the toughest days, and there are many, that I can learn and adapt and do what I need to do and learn what I need to know to deal with that illness in an easier way and to cope with the uncertainty and changes that inevitably come with chronic illness right? Growth mindset, in fact, makes it easier to cope with all the change and uncertainty of life, jobs and financial situations and relationship changes, because when something comes up, we have the ability to learn and improve and figure out what we need to know to better cope with the situation. And that alone makes me a better parent, because, wow, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Changes, things change here day by day. And understanding that we can grow and change with the things that are happening around us has helped me to support my daughter and reminded me that if I keep showing up and giving consistent effort, I can get better too. So just about everything I care about has been enhanced by this growth mindset. And I think it can support you too. It's a difference maker. So how can we use it in our lives? It's fairly easy 
really. And this is really where I, I get into the practical nature of this podcast because it's got to be stuff that I can use on the go when I'm picking kids up or in the middle of my workday when I'm stressing out or when I'm making dinner. And growth mindset is a really fancy term for just developing a different kind of self-awareness. So the first thing you can do to develop your own growth mindset is watch your language. Stay away from absolute words like never, can't, won't. Stay away from phrases like nothing I can do, I can't do this, right? That absolute thinking and those negative phrases are a very fixed mindset. Remember, with a growth mindset, we believe we can improve and get better. Now, you might not always be the best. You might not turn into a genius, but there can always be improvement. So stay away from the absolute words that prevent us from improving and learning and growing and enjoying the challenge of it all. Another way to work on a growth mindset in your own life is to look at challenges as learning opportunities and you'll feel more energized. I love this. It's like a big puzzle because for sure life is filled with challenges and crappy things happen all the time. We're going to be rejected. We're going to feel like a failure. But in each one of those moments, we have an opportunity for growth and learning. If nothing else, we can see what isn't working and immediately redirect. That doesn't mean you can't feel disappointed or upset or frustrated, but it means in the very next minute, you can say, oh, okay, well, what what can I learn from this that I can use going forward? And that helps you move beyond the uncomfortable feelings. With a growth mindset, you can practice by valuing process over outcomes. Listen, we are still gonna get outcomes, right? If you want to lose weight or go 10 days in a row to the gym or write a book or get a new job, it's okay to have those goals in mind. But put your energy and focus into the process and to doing the things that you need to do each day to move toward that larger goal. So you look at the process as an adventure instead of only looking at the end goal. You're going to feel more satisfied more optimistic, more curious and interested, and you're going to persist longer when you're interested in what's happening in the process instead of only staying focused on the outcome. And if we're really honest with ourselves, it's the day-to-day stuff we do, the little details that we tend to every day that ultimately get us closer to the thing we want anyhow. So you'll spend more time working toward the big things you want in your life if you see that each day you have a chance to improve with consistent effort. Ultimately, you'll get the outcomes. Try reframing as a part of building your growth mindset. I do this one a lot. Remember, life has many sides to every story. We are prone to black and white rigid thinking. There's a yes or no, a right or wrong, when really there's multiple sides to every story. So when you are faced with a setback or challenge, or you've experienced a failure, or you feel outclassed, you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, you don't know if you have the skill to do the job, then sit back and reframe the situation from a side that works better for you, one that's a little more positive. You know, a a time when we are faced with a challenge we don't know how to solve is a time to sit back and say, oh, okay, great, this is an opportunity to learn something I don't know. Or maybe you can reframe it to, I'm going to reach out to a coworker for help and build this connection. Or I'm going to see what my daughter does next before I respond and see what I can learn from her. Look at multiple sides of every situation and pick the one that's gonna support your growth. 
Finally, part of living with a growth mindset is to ask for feedback from others. In a fixed mindset, when we think things are as good as they can get, we are less apt to do this because we're embarrassed. We don't want people to know that we're not very smart or that we don't have the right skills. So we keep to ourselves. Uh, we do the same things over and over so nobody finds out that we can't learn. That's a fixed mindset. That's just not true. We all have the ability to learn. And when you adopt a growth mindset, you are more open and to asking for feedback from others because you recognize that learning is the ultimate goal. You're not afraid. You're not likely to compare yourself. You're likely to improve, to work, to get better. Therefore, you're less stressed, right? We're more collaborative. This helps us be more creative and ultimately moves us toward where we want to go. I love talking about this stuff and I love growth mindset. I, I am honest when I say I use these tips every day and they have opened up my life. They've led to the formation of this podcast. I didn't know what I was doing, but I believed I could figure it out. Now, does that mean I wasn't stressed and scared and frustrated at times? Absolutely I was. But each of those times informed the next part of the process for me. When I finally got one on the air, when I see you guys coming to listen and you're reaching out to me and, and people seem to be enjoying these things or offering feedback, that is incredibly satisfying for me. And I know I can do some learning as I go forward to make these even better because I have a growth mindset and that has up-leveled my life in, in huge ways. It's elevated my experience. So I get fired up talking about this stuff. I know it can work and I, I know it does work and it's, it's fairly simple to bring into your life in practical ways. So that brings us to the Simply Start segment where I talk about one simple practice you can use right now today to start practicing this. And with growth mindset, this is perhaps my favorite of all things to do. And that is use the word yet. When you are hearing those voices of self-doubt in your head or you're getting criticism from an editor or boss or husband or friend, when you aren't sure if you can learn or do what you need to do, change that thinking up by telling yourself or even saying it aloud to others, no, I haven't learned that yet, right? Instead of, no, I don't know how to do it. No, I don't know how to do it yet. Have you tried this? No, I haven't tried this yet. By adding in that word yet, it leaves open the possibility for anything, for any growth, for any creativity, for any expansion. And it helps you think from the standpoint of growth. And that, my friends, is a growth mindset, right? I haven't learned that yet. So try it. Instead of saying no, say not yet, and then get busy. I think you'll be surprised. I love this little trick, and uh, I think you'll be surprised at how powerful it can be in your own life. This is also a great one to teach your kids, too. Um, if, if your kids are anything like my daughter, she has a real affinity for the word I can't, and it drives me buggy that I do not want to hear that word in my house. I don't believe that. So we are working with her to say, I instead of saying I can't say, no, I haven't done that yet, or I haven't learned that yet, because it automatically leaves the door open for growth and learning and improvement. And it just feels better. That brings us to the Simply Nifty segment today. And Simply Nifty is where I talk about my favorite things, my favorite books or practices or websites or music. Um, and today I want to talk to you about my book. In fact, this is one of my favorite books of all time. It's a book called Mindset, 
by Carol Dweck, spelled D-W-E-C-K. And she's the Stanford psychologist who really pioneered the research into growth mindset. And her book is really accessible. But what's interesting about it to me, aside from the obvious that, that she tells you what growth mindset is and how it works in our lives, is the personal stories and the accounts she used from some of the most successful people in our world and some who also flamed out, right? Like Leia Koch and others who were at the top of their game and then stopped moving forward. Um, she attributes that to their fixed mindset approach. It's really interesting uh, to see how we limit ourselves when we believe we're at the top and we refuse to look around at the reality and talk to others for feedback and support or do new things in our own life because we believe we can't improve. So check it out. It's Simply Nifty. It's called Mindset, a book by Carol Dweck. It's awesome. Get it to the library, buy it, do what you need to do. It's, it's a very accessible read and I think you'll find it interesting. When we believe we can grow and improve and learn, not only does life become more fun and interesting, which helps us deal with stress and depression and other mood issues and, and anxiety and other challenges, but it can lead to cool social interaction and other opportunities. Because if we think we can learn, we're willing to reach out to other people for help and ask them what they do and how they would approach. We're no longer insecure and intimidated by our abilities because we believe we can make them better, right? We're also likely to persist longer because setbacks, we know we can overcome them by learning and improvement. And that helps us achieve the things that are meaningful to us. This elevates our life experience. And we can live these kind of full and demanding lives and still have a good time doing it, right? That's what I'm after. Growth mindset will help you do it. Try it, teach it to your kids, talk it over at the dinner table. And if you haven't done it, remember, you just haven't done it yet. So get going. Take on this attitude for success. And let me know how it goes. You can find me on Twitter at P.L. Campbell or head over to my blog at www.imperfectspirituality.com. Uh, from time to time, I put the show notes up there with some links to research from my other episodes. I'll put some info about Carol Dweck's book up there. Eventually, it's not up there yet, but I'll get it there. Meanwhile, let's go forward and jump into this day, believing that we can learn what we need to know to live our best lives and have fun doing it. So thank you for listening. This is Polly Campbell, Simply Said. Now, let's go out there and live well, do good, and be happy. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wannabet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.
Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.